Well, Christ community, uh, I am so excited for you guys to get to hear from and uh, get to know and spend some time with uh, with Norris Beckley this morning. Uh, he's becoming a, a better and better friend of mine all the time, a man that I'm learning a lot from, gaining a lot of wisdom from, a leader in our community. Um, and I, I knew as I began to wrestle with uh, how to respond to the things that are happening in our country as it relates to to the racial divide that that this was a conversation that I needed to have and that I wanted to share with our church. So, uh, Norris, I'm going to ask if you would introduce us to yourself a little bit. Um, and uh, and then as you do that, I'm going to jump into the first question so that you can just kind of roll into that. So uh, I know you're a longtime Shelby Villian. So as you introduce yourself, uh, would you just tell us about what you've seen or experienced as it relates to uh, racial tension, racism happening right here in Shelby County. Great. Thank you, my brother, Blake. I really appreciate you having me uh, to be a part of your uh, of your church uh, this morning. As many of your, I, I probably know many of your parishioners that, uh, that attend uh, Christ Community. Uh, you know, I was born and raised here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. Uh, this is home. This has always been home. And uh, I'll probably never leave uh, Shelbyville. And, and, and the, one of the reasons why, Blake, is because I love this community. Uh, Shelbyville is a, uh, a unique community. Uh, you know, I find it ironic that so many people want to come to Shelbyville. And I, I think one of our greatest resources, man, is people. And uh, I love people, man. I'm a people person. And, uh, you know, as, as we begin to talk about uh, the racism and the impact that it's really had had on me as as a, a as a black male. You, and I'm going to be very very honest and very transparent. As far as direct uh, racism, man, I haven't been directly impacted, so to speak. Uh, it, it, but if I had to say where it did impact, I would say it would happen in employment. Because I think there is a glass ceiling. And sometimes it's hard, man, to break the, gra- the, the glass ceiling as a, as a black male and also as a black female. Uh, when you compare resumes, when you compare experience, uh, putting all that aside, uh, I think a lot of times the biggest barrier is, is the color of one's skin. Hmm. Um, and, and, and I'm not sure because it, it's something Blake that has happened, uh, since the history of time. Uh, and I, I'm, and, and we're still trying to overcome that, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King talked about, it's not really about the color of your skin, but the content of your character. Yeah. And I've got two boys and, and that's what I really, uh, struggle with sometimes is, the, the racism against the black males. I've got two two boys in my household, and 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 sometimes I fear them going out with the racial divide in this country and also in this community. This is something that's not new. This is something that's been going on since the the the, the founding, you know, of this country. So, um, and, and and that's something that really concerns me and. I think the thing we're going to have to do somehow is we're going to have to be able to tackle this, not by just words, but we're going to have to come up with some actions and some things that are really going to impact 
uh, the hearts of, 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 you know, of mankind. Man, that's so good. And um, I really appreciate you being transparent in how you're sharing. We don't, we don't know any other way at Christ community and, that's and right. um, man, I, I really appreciate you sharing that. So you and I have uh, talked just a little bit about, uh, and George Floyd, uh, Brianna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, uh, yeah. th- those are just the recent ones, unfortunately, uh, that uh, they've unnecessarily lost their lives. And yeah. um, people are really struggling with what to do, um, I, myself included. Yeah, I found myself even yesterday, um, I, I just wasn't sure what to do. I didn't want to just uh, write a post that said the same thing as everybody yeah. was saying. Uh, I, yeah, I, I searched for different people that I respected and I wanted to hear what they were saying, all kinds of things. So, um, and in particular, it's interesting to me to, to watch white people uh, try and come up with what they think is yeah. the best solution, what they should be doing. Uh, so I just want, I wanted to ask you, what would you as a black male in Shelbyville advise us to do? Um, may, maybe both in response to what's happening on a national scale, but also like, what would you advise us to do here in Shelbyville? Well, I, I think one of the biggest things, Blake, that, that we can do, that you can do, and, and some of this has already happened, is I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that the white community has to be a part of the solution and not just a part of the problem. So that means that we as blacks and whites, brown, whatever color, whatever race, we're going to have to start coming together as a people because you you know this scripture. The Bible says that we are to love the Lord God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, our soul, our being. And the second part of that, he said to love your neighbor as yourself. See, right now, see, the, the, the biggest weapons that we have is prayer and love. Those are two weapons, man, that we all have. See, love doesn't have, uh, love doesn't have any color. Race doesn't have any color, so to speak. If, if, and if we can learn how to, to love and come together and pray ye for one another, man, I think those are the two keys. And, and, and just to expand upon that, you know, God had just really placed something on my heart a couple of days ago because there has been some grumblings in the African-American community here in Shelbyville. Uh, and it's not just Shelbyville, but it's, it's, it's global. It's all over the world about this racial divide that's happening. And I went and, um, and spoke directly to the uh, chief of police here in Shelbyville. And what, what, what blew me away, uh, Brother Blake, is... I've known the chief of police probably for 10, probably 10 years, but I didn't know the level of his commitment as far as race relations. Mm. Uh, One, he is a a man after God's own heart. His name is Bruce Gentry, the chief of police here in Shelbyville. He loves God. He loves people. And the third thing, he loves this community. Mm. And he has already taken some proactive steps to talk to his officers. He's already taken proactive steps with us as the ministerial coalition to work with us, 
to talk about how we can do community community based policing where that the people, the African-American community doesn't view the police as, um, as, as people of fear because, because they, they have two jobs, protect and serve, not only just the African-American community, but the entire community. And uh, he is warning the, 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 the police department, the African-American community, the church community, for all of us to come together mm. and begin to dialogue and come up with solutions and come up with ideas, how we can address this thing, not just talk about it, but how we can address it, how we can impact it, and how we can, the biggest thing is how we can make a difference that, yep. that my two boys uh, don't have to go outside in fear, that I don't have to be in fear. My wife and I, when they go out just to the store or go to the park, that, that they're going to uh, not return home safe. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so encouraging. And um, I, I, I want to reach out to Bruce myself and thank him for his leadership in that. And, and, and thank you for your leadership and uh, connecting with him. That's, that was so impactful. I know when you sent that to me in a text, I thought, man, that that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Norris, I, we know that, uh, you, you said it in the, in the Dr. King quote that it's about the content of our character. Um, and ultimately, this divide, just like any other sinful divide, um, it's not about what we do as much as about who we are. Right? It's, it's about dealing with who we really are and how much sin has impacted us. Right. So how would you advise us? Uh, and, and by us, I'm, I'm thinking white white Americans, how would you advise us to think deeply about the sin of racism that, that might be present in our hearts? How would you help us to think about reforming our hearts and allowing the gospel to reform our hearts? Um, because ultimately we know that that's what, that's what helps solve racism in generations to come, right? Right. It's what we do, it's about who we are. Yeah. Blake, I'm going to be very honest, and I've heard this more than once, and maybe you've heard it, but, you know, I, I think the, the biggest thing that we as African-Americans want is to be treated as humans. Mm. Because at the end of the day, the Bible says that we all are God's children. God created us all in his image, in his likeness. That we all are a reflection of, of God. But, but, but the problem is, man, is sometimes we, we are treated like we won, like we're second-class citizens. And the second thing as you see how um, the Floyd situation, uh, the Taylor situation, the, the, there's no respect for the, the, the life, so to speak, of, of, of an African-American male or female. Uh, sometimes, man, it, it's like we are treated as worse than dogs, as, as it's been said. Mm. And until we can change. So we have to change the mindset. And, 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 and Blake, and, and here's where the challenge comes with you and me, be, be, because Sunday morning is probably the most segregated time in this entire country when churches come together in worship. And until we can overcome that stereotype about the white church and the black church, man, it should be one church, one church, one mission. 
and that is to win souls to Jesus Christ. Mm. So we're, we're going to have to do a better job, man, as as the church. Yeah. I think the church has to rise up, man, in, in these last days, man. It's going to be up to the church. Mm. Who is the church? We are the church. Mm. We represent Christ. Christ is the one who represents love. So, so we're going to have to continue to exhibit love, to show love to our fellow neighbors, to, to our even to those who may look different, act different. Uh, we're, we're, we're just going to have to do a better job, man, of reaching across the aisle yeah. and embracing and showing. You know, you and I do that. Uh, you, you know, it's ironic. You and I are... Uh, brothers and uh, aren't brothers just because I'm black and you're white. What unites us, man, is the word of God. What unites us, man, as brothers and, and, and those who are sisters, whether we black, white, blue, green, purple, yellow, man, is our love for Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's where we got to take it, man. Yeah. It, it's showing love to one another, respecting one another. Uh, again, not by the content of one's color but man by the content of our, our character yeah. that, that, that we have to become colorblind Blake we have to become colorblind because man if you cut me and if I cut you you're not going to bleed white I'm not going to bleed black we all going to bleed we're going to bleed red Yeah. and that red man represents the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary's cross mm. Mm. So, so I think man we're just going to have to come together and uh, do some real, real soul searching, and, um, and 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 begin to look at one another, Blake, as as Christ looks at us. Yeah, he look. He calls us friends, man. Mm. We got to look at one another as being friends. Yeah. If God says we're, we're we're His friend, why can't you and I be friends? Just because you live on one side of the street, one side of the railroad track, what's it shouldn't be. Uh, the social status, the income status, the job status that separates us. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it does. Mm -hmm. So so we're just going to have to come together, man, as children of God, so loving one another, praying for one another. And uh, we, we, I think it's going to take baby steps. It's, it's not going to happen overnight because the racial, racial tension right now is very high. And there's a lot of mistrust right now. Yeah. among uh, the African-American community, not only as it relates to police, but the Caucasian community as a whole. Mm -hmm. But Blake, what I want to say, man, and I'm not trying to blow smoke to, to anybody, and man, these kind of things happen when Dr. King, back in his day, back in the 60s, that man, there were some, some, white, white, some white folks, some white people that were on the front lines fighting against injustice, fighting the nonviolent fight. And what I'm so thankful about, man, is we've got people like you, uh, Brother Maurice at, at, at First Baptist. There's uh, Dave Hamlin. Man, all of you guys are on the front lines with us, being a part of the solution, working towards how can we make this community better? How can we uh, show love to, to those who may feel like that they're, less loved uh, that they don't feel like a part of the group and uh, man I want to commend you all for what you all are doing for for extending the hand of fellowship to make somebody like me and and, and others who are uh, brown and uh, black 
uh, feel like that we're appreciated, that we that, that we do fit in. Because sometimes, man, we as African-Americans, we feel like we're that unfit piece to that puzzle, that we just don't fit. And I'm just so thankful, man, that, that you all have a heart of love. Y'all have a heart of gratitude, a heart of passion, a heart of Christ, man, just to love people. Hmm. Just to love people. And, and, and that's it, man. We got to, I just think it starts with love, man. We got to get back to the basics of love. Yeah. Well, man, I, um, I'm really humbled by your, by your word. And I just want to say thank you for leading us in those conversations. Um, wouldn't have been for your initiation of, of lots of conversations in our community. Um, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. And so, amen. Thanks for leading us, man. And I want to ask you if you would, um, to continue leading us right now. Uh, I, I love that one of your things is learning to pray for one another. That's it. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to ask as we finish this time today, if you would, uh, if you would just teach us to pray, uh, teach us to pray for one another by praying for us now. Amen. So let us go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to praise you. We magnify your name. We just, God, just thank you for this opportunity that we can just come and be transparent. We can just come together and worship you, God, in spirit and in truth. You said in your word that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And God, we need liberty today in this land. God, in this nation, we need liberty. And God, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would begin to heal this land, not only of this coronavirus, but God, we pray that you would heal this land from the racial divide uh, that we feel, that we experience, that we see right before our eyes. Oh, God, I just pray that you would remove the hatred from the hearts of mankind. Just remove that hatred and replace it with love, replace it with joy, replace it with peace. And God, let us feel the presence and the power of your Holy Spirit. God, I want to thank you for uh, my brother, Blake Lawyer. Thank you for his leadership. Thank you for Christ's community. Thank you, God, for what they're doing in this community. Thank you, God, for them lending uh, a helping hand to 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 help in this in this time of need, that we can bring love to this community, that we can come against the division, that we can come against the hatred, that we can come against the nonsense and, and the violence. And God, I just pray that you would just bless this community of Shelbyville. God, this is a community that we love one another, that we have great police, we have great law enforcement, we have great pastors, we have uh, great churches. And we just want to, God, just be a common people uh, that, that we have one thing in mind, that is to love God and to win souls to Christ. God, forgive us of our sins. Forgive us for our neglect. And forgive us, God, if we have failed to love uh, our neighbors as ourselves. Oh, God, just be with us throughout the course of this day. Be with us throughout the course of this pandemic. Oh, God, just let your Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us. Let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable in your sight. God, we love you. We bless you. We praise your name and give you the praise, the glory, and all the honor. For it is in Jesus' wonderful, mighty name we pray. Let all God's people say together, amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Thank you. Bless you, my brother.